0: Dirty Whoers. Cross-Atlantic nitpicking about
1: Doctor Who.
2: From four grown adults who should probably know better. From
3: four grown adults who should probably be working.
1: We're not afraid to say it like it is. Or the word
0: bollocks. www.dirtywhoers.com
3: Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers.
1: If you like that kind of thing.
0: Geronimo!
2: Fantastic. Elon C. Cock. With your
0: hosts. Number one assistant, Terry Life. Oolon Sputters Sputnik.
1: Resident Pixie, again Shibagonia.
3: Lord President, Sen.
1: He was just taking this time to get his ass in gear.
2: It's, it's, I don't know about you, but it's fucking broken me. It's broken. Yeah, it
1: kind of has, it's actually.
2: I'm a broken man. Uh, last night, I was so broken after watching it. My mate Nid said, all right, what can I put on for you that will make you better? <laughs> oh, I don't, oh I don't Nidge, know. You're such a lamb. I don't know. He was like, H- how about Deep Rising? You always like Deep Rising. Yeah, okay, we'll watch Deep <laughs> Rising. Oh. <sighs> You no, over here, BBC America
3: just started running Sherlock. As a matter of fact, what they did is they put the, the pilot of Sherlock up against last night's finale. And so Sherlock was on at 7 o'clock and the finale was on it at 9 and when we went to bed at about 10.30 when it was all over I looked at Solis and I went I really had a much better time watching the Sherlock rerun Yeah, I enjoyed that that was fun it yeah it, it, I won't
1: be watching the next <sighs> series of Sherlock either because that's jumped the shark
3: it was the pilot so the, it pil- was, the pilot's Yeah.
2: okay so the way we're going to do this guys is we're going to do in one go hopefully without gagging we're, we're going to do Kill the Moon Mummy yeah. on the Orient Express and Flatline In the Forest of the Night Oh
0: Jesus fucking kidding
2: me? Dark Water And Death in Heaven We're going to run through them all And I'm going to get a rating Single rating for each one Then we're going to talk If you've got something That you particularly want to pull out About a single episode We're going to go through And you can pull out stuff About a single episode And then it's a free for all After that And we're going to talk about The whole season as a whole Okay? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay Okay so Pick one of the single episodes now. I will talk about anyone that you guys don't talk about. So, Fuchsia, pick a single episode to just say paragraph on.
1: I'll do Mummy on the Orient Express. Oh,
2: that's a good call. That's a good call. Sen, what would you like to do? Flatline. Ooh, good call. I have said flatline. Terry, what would you like to do? The choices are Kill the Moon, In the Forest of the Night, Dark Water, and Death in Heaven. You may do Dark Water and Death in Heaven together, if you wish. Which one?
0: The last one.
2: Death in Heaven? Yeah, it's
0: the one that is, like, freshest in my mind. And okay, I, I'll, I'll do I...
2: Kill the Moon, then. I'll do Kill the Moon. I would imagine we're all going to have a few words to say about the
3: finale.
0: Oh,
1: Do you think?
2: Fucking think. All right. So
1: I don't know which two words I was yelling at the screen last night when it happened as well.
2: (laughs) Which fucking bit. Anyway, all right. Calm.
0: (laughs) Calm. I know.
1: Calm. Calm.
0: There's so much bad. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) The prof is standing on the stairs here putting the laundry out, killing himself laughing at the word calm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Does everyone have a drink? Yeah. Does everyone have something to be sick into?
0: No, well, there's a trash can here, but it's full of holes, so I don't know if that's going to work.
2: Okay. I
1: did much like the series, then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Dirty Huss Dog Doctor Who podcast. We're here we go. To be honest, we've had such we we were I don't even know where to start. We we were supposed to be reviewing the next few episodes in our stream of things to rub re- but obviously we're deeply fucking behind because like we have jobs and we're alcoholics and we have to go to therapy and all that kind of shit. Hey, hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> uh. you got a job. We have jobs, therapy. Anyway, so we're left with "Kill the Moon," "Mummy on the Orient Express," "Flatline," "In the Forest at Night," and those two fucking things at the end. Yeah. So what <laughs> we're going to do is we're going to kind of cram them all together and hopefully make one good episode. No, we're going to cram them all together.
0: Shut <laughs>
2: cram them all into a ball and try and fit them into a podcast under an hour long so this this one may be a little longer we may have trouble talking because of spontaneous gagging or whatever
0: drama uh,
2: drama. so what we're going to do is as you know our rating system is based on how much we would pay for a 70s prostitute or juggler. Uh, down at the bottom is the free bj right up at the top is the $50 presidential hall. we give tips we take things away whatever so what we're going to do is we're going to go through these I'll quickly say the episode name I'll say who the writer is and who the director is um, and then we're going to do a quick round table and we'll get everybody's rating. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give us a rating order and let's just fly through these as quick as possible. When I say the name and the writer director, I would like the order to go Fuchsia, Sen, then Terry, and then I'll go. Okay?
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, someone's trying to communicate with me. Well sure. Gone.
2: You go, you go talk to the spirits.
0: Is that a euphemism oh, for her needing de- 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 a week?
2: I think it is. I think she needs to pay. Terry's got a really bad hangover, everybody.
1: <laughs> so Hello. make loud noises
2: because Terry watched Death in Heaven last night, and you need a few fucking drinks to get through that one. Let's race it. Oh, Are you back, Jesus. Terrence?
0: Yes, I'm back. I I went to a party where they played my least favorite music for many hours, and then came home at two o'clock, watched the final episode of yeah. the series, and then tried to sleep on that without having nightmares. <laughs> Uh, self-inflicted
2: wounds have no fucking
0: sympathy yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) okay
2: so we're gonna start with killer moon written by peter harness directed by paul wilmshurst
1: they should be paying me to watch this shit but seeing as we don't go that i have a reverse scale free bj
2: agreed free bj
1: I would
0: give that a $10 or.
2: Really? Okay, I'll give it a five. A five. Mummy on the Orient Express, uh, written by Jamie Matheson, uh, directed by, once again,
0: Paul Wilshurst.
1: 20 with a nice box of chocolate. 10.
0: Yeah, at 20 with some nice hosiery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hosiery, hosiery, if it's hosiery, that's kinky stuff and you have to pay extra.
0: Oh, whatever.
1: Bite me, English
0: people.
2: I'll go for 10, but I'm keeping her knickers. <laughs> to wear or to throw away? Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> no, to sniff. Just breathe
2: later. Uh, um,
1: uh, flatline,
2: uh, again, written by Jamie Matheson. Directed by Douglas McKinnon.
1: Um, I'd say ooh, either a ten with a bunch of flowers or a flat twenty. Bit undecided on that one.
0: Twenty.
3: Really? Really? A a two dimensional twenty for me.
0: Jeez. You know, I couldn't force myself to watch that again. So maybe I am just being overly critical. But I was going to give it a five. Maybe I need to give it a ten. I don't know. Give
2: yeah, it whatever the hell you want.
0: I'm giving it a five for now.
2: Flatline. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a ten with a little tiny, tiny maybe a small piece of jewelry monogrammed.
0: Mm. Wow, you guys like that way more than I did. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, it's only compared to the rest of Dr. Tanya. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, In the Forest of the Night, written by Frank uh, Cottrell Boyce, directed by Cherie Fogson.
1: starring Peppa Pig, free BJ all the way. Yeah,
3: I'm not letting that mouth anywhere near my dick. Uh, Sorry, uh, I, I'd say free BJ, but she's getting sent home.
0: <laughs> no. I wouldn't send her home. It, a free BJ, but yeah, definitely free. BJ. Uh.
2: I do believe that this is my actual first free BJ in the whole history of Dirty Hills. I believe this is my first free BJ, but free BJ. Dark Water, written by The Moffat, directed by Rachel Talalay. Free BJ. Dark Water as a separate episode. 20.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I'd give it a 22.
2: I would give it a 10, but a very generous 10. Death in Heaven, written again by Stephen Moffat, directed by Rachel Talalay.
1: This one is not coming anywhere near me. I am armed with a cattle prod, <laughs> and I will use it.
2: <laughs> the new rating. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: cattle prod. A
2: cattle prod. <laughs> Do we, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Are we all agreed that this was utter fucking crap
0: yes well, there were a few little moments in there that i actually enjoyed briefly and i so thought they were good but then you- the negative parts were so hideously so insulting and offensive
2: t- offensive is a very good word for
0: it yes. yes it was offensive it was like a, a okay i gotta save this for my review <laughs>
2: But but there really was a lot of walking on graves, wasn't
0: there? Oh, oh God, yes. yes. So I, I don't know how to rate it, but it's like something between a cattle prod and maybe a $5 whore. So a free DJ then. Yeah, that would so, be it. But <laughs> the, I don't want that physical. Uh, I don't, don't want don't, anyone near the
1: genitals don't, don't area. <laughs>
2: take it too literally.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Making... Oh, someone needs a swift something to the genitals for that pile of excrescents. Okay. Cattle prod.
2: Cattle prod. <laughs> <laughs> okay and obviously Free BJ alright so I guess now we can sort of who wants to say something Fuchsia say something
1: oh dear god no
2: do 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 your little thing on the episode Go on.
1: oh right well as a lot of people know I've not been overly impressed with this season as it stands because there have been whacking great plot holes you could drive a rather oversized T-Rex through <laughs> to put it mildly but there were a few episodes I did enjoy and the one I probably enjoyed the most actually was Mummy on the Orient Express yeah it made no sense it well actually to be honest it made more sense than a lot of the episodes but it was complete filler and as complete filler it was excellent because it didn't have bloody missy in it it wasn't trying to be anything other than 50 minutes of entertainment okay the dimensions of the train were a bit weird because I'm still trying to work out how the baggage car could be at 90 degrees to the rest of the train whenever you saw it and it was straight but no it was fun I really enjoyed it Frank Skinner was great Mm. I have no idea why some of the people were real and some of them weren't because presumably Presumably all the people who were real were somehow important. I like the fact it tied into the Matt Smith episode where he got the phone call trying to get him to go on the Orient Express to go after a mummy and he'd said no. So that was quite a nice fallback. I was kind of hoping that we might see more of Gus or Gus might be more important later in the series, but obviously that didn't pan out. But it was just a bit of fun. It was a proper romp and I thoroughly enjoyed it which made a big change for this series, actually. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. I loved it.
0: Okay,
3: Sen, say something. Okay, I liked Flatline. I am mortified at how Doctor Who has become a full-on fantasy show. Doctor Who is one of the world pioneers of broadcast science fiction. Living here in the United States, a lot of my friends would make an argument for Star Trek, and there's a lot of validity to that. I think think Mm -hmm. as you look around the world at TV and movies, uh, I think you have to say that the modern-day science fiction was essentially created by Star Trek Doctor Who arguably Twilight Zone and Star Wars.
0: Yeah. I'm quite the mess but yeah. Yeah
3: yeah right. Okay, so we had Twilight Zone and that's what you guys had Mm. on opposite sides of the pond. So, fine. You know, that's like the royalty of science fiction. Flatline was the only episode in this entire series that even approached anything resembling science fiction. And even at that, it Mm. was in my opinion, a woefully lost opportunity. In what way, I? Okay, so Mummy on the Orient Express was probably the 50 minutes of the season that I enjoyed the most. Okay. Just for the exact same reasons Fuchsia said it wasn't the best story but it was one of the most fun episodes to just sit down and blow an evening watching
0: yeah
3: here's the thing about Flatline. Why is almost the entire series taking place on Earth? I know. Oh, I know. And one of the things that bugged me the most about Flatline is that we have no idea who these creatures are, where they came from, all of that stuff. So since this is Doctor Who and the TARDIS can go anywhere and do anything, here's Flatline done right by a complete amateur. (laughs) I am not a writer in any way, shape or form, but I honestly Mm -hmm. think I could have done better with this episode. So pre-title sequence, we're in a lab on some alien planet. Someone foreheaded the weak alien, basically. Give us a few cultural insights, have some cool music in the background, whatever, and there's a bunch of scientists conducting an experiment. The lab blows up. Weird shit happens. Cool special effects. Fine. A thousand years later, The TARDIS lands on this planet, and there's all of these stories and myths about these creatures that were created in the culture's distant past. Hmm. And here we have basically a planet haunted by two-dimensional beings that were created back when the planet used to be scientific. Now it's it has basically fallen into a religious dark age. And it's haunted by these beings who were, let's say, trying to imitate time alert technology.
2: Okay, so overall high-end concepts, then. Um, as I say, I've got a problem with the fucking Deus Ex. What else have we got? I mean, really, what? okay, come on. We're being really negative about this. Mm. Let's look at the season as a whole. So let's add Deep Breath in there and Into the Dalek and okay. Robot Sherwood. Oh, Robot Sherwood, Jesus Christ, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> I quite um, enjoyed I that one. Oh, with the fucking Golden Arrow at the end, He on drugs.
1: Right. Oh, no, Cave, that, that bit was a bit duff, but. But again, as a piece of fluff up to that point, that was actually quite enjoyable. Yeah, but
2: you can't have a series made of two fucking bits of fluff. Fluff.
1: Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I found myself feeling.
3: Just very meh about this whole season. And I couldn't put my finger on why until today's – we're recording this on a Sunday. It was Friday. I was coming home from work and I was listening to National Public Radio. And they had an interview with Chris Nolan, the Hollywood director, writer, producer, does everything himself. Basically, he does the same sort of thing Stephen muffet does. He runs the entire show himself when he makes a movie, and he's got a new one coming out called Interstellar.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
3: it's it's supposed to be a bona fide science fiction, as in looks it. Yeah, as in they looks very two thousand and one ish. Yeah, science what fiction, it? they were. They, and I know this isn't about Doctor Who, but there is a point to what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Very early in the process. They hired Kip Thorne, the astrophysicist, to -hmm. to come in. And he wasn't just someone who came in and pointed and said, oh, no, the star should glow that color. Evidently, he sat down with Nolan and they actually wrote all of the final drafts of the script together. So some of the actual concepts and dialogue and plot points were adjusted so that it fit in with our current knowledge of physics. And there were a couple of things where Nolan said, no, I want to do this. And Kip Thorne said, "Okay, fine. It breaks the rules. And then later on in the movie, Nolan said, I want to do this. And Kip Thorne said, well, you broke the rule, but you defined new rules. You mm. at least have to stick to those. Mm. Yes. And that's my point. Now, Doctor Who has always played fast and loose with science. And as a show that's been on for almost 51 years, what we know about science has drastically changed. So even if Doctor mm. Who had been 100% loyal since well. 1963... It would still contradict itself because Hmm. our knowledge of the universe has contradicted itself during half a century. But I feel that what Muffet has done this season is fine. Okay, so he wants it to go more towards the fantasy route. I disagree, but that's personal opinion. At the very least, he must draw a clear set of boundaries within his Mm storytelling, and he has not done that. That is a skill I was taught in high school sophomore English, Mm -hmm. where we were given writing assignments, and we were told to write fiction. And before we were allowed to write, we had to outline the boundaries of our little universe. I was 14. Why does he not know this?
1: he knows it's also also the fact that it's not just him obviously doing the writing but I mean he's supposed to be script editing it and he's not doing it and this is one of the problems I agree with you I have it was something Terry Gilliam said on one commentary we were watching on one of his films he was saying you can play fast and loose with science you can play fast and loose with people's conception of things provided your story is completely internally consistent which Mm. is what Sen's talking about and as soon as it stops being your audience notices and they get thrown out of it And they will not accept what you're doing anymore. And that has been part of my problem with this series.
2: It breaks what's known as diegesis. Yes. Hmm.
1: And it does it all over the place.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Badly this season. I really, I've got to put my hand up and say I fucking, I liked Deep Breath. It had its moments.
1: Looking back, it was actually a sparkling example of the series.
2: Yeah, I think that may be the case. Yeah. But I really liked Listen.
0: I loved listen. I liked Deep Breath. I liked the Orient Express. I thought it had fun. That was fun.
2: But after that, for me, okay, I'm going to make a bold statement here. <sighs> This is quite hard for me to say. I, after Dark Water and Death in Heaven, because Dark Water was bad, after Forest and the after fucking Night as well, which was just Disney at the oh. end. It was special magical wang, solves fucking everything. Ooh, yeah. the trees turn up and Deus exit away, don't you worry. We don't have to do anything to solve it, we don't have to have any progression of fucking. Mm-hmm. All we have to talk about is fucking Clara and her relationship with the pink. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. It's not the Clara show. I don't give a shit.
1: But that's what it's become. And this is something I was talking about with somebody else, is the fact that it's not been Doctor Who, it's been Clara. Mm -hmm. And then in the end credits of last night's episode, where it was her as the Doctor and her eyes, it's like, yeah, that's another of the problems with this series. It has been all about you and it shouldn't be. You should be our way of identifying with the Doctor. of you onto the Doctor, but it shouldn't be your show. don't
2: get me no, wrong. I and, like and Lara. She's fantastic fucking eye candy, for starters. and I love Kate. the language between them, but mm. she's just, script-wise, she's just not getting a good run of it.
0: Everybody's been talking about that, though, and I Who's wonder...
2: Who's Terry, is this the voices in your head again?
0: People <laughs> online have been discussing that, and online? and Ooh. I... The only thing I can think is that Moffat told himself, I'm going to do this. This is going to be a new form of Who where it's all about the companion. And I'm going to be breaking new ground. And this is going to be awesome. And it's like it just turns it into a soap opera. And I don't want my sci-fi to be a soap opera. I don't mind some. I mean, obviously, character development is important. And I want good connections between the characters and good character definition. But I don't want them to be more important than the science fiction. Or this mm. plot line or the adventure, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. I mean, because really, it's barely science fiction. But uh, that, well, I, it, it I, I wonder if he's doing it's that. It's a time
2: travel science fiction show. And that's what it should yeah. be. And I yeah, wonder. It's done that nicely for a couple of seasons. He's done pretty yeah. well on the whole. You know, I mean, come on. The 50th anniversary was just fucking beautiful. Oh,
0: it was great. It was awesome. But I'm saying that I think that maybe he thinks he's going to be introducing a new concept into Doctor Who. Because, you know, Doctor Who has always been different from producer to producer. But I think this is another fail.
2: Well, I I wonder if it's a bit of a heart and a latitude of, well, we've got an older guy in the role now. Maybe we should, you know, maybe we need to to boost up the companions a bit to, to go for it but, too much. but yeah look at the Davidson years where it was companion overload it stopped Ugh. but even though it was companion overload they took so much of a backseat yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. anyway
0: yeah it's too much it's too much Mm -hmm. and going to be such a
2: face she should wear less
0: well plus even even if this were a valid concept then do it well don't have your that's the thing don't have clara act like a fucking insane teenager who can't decide which one Mm. she wants to be her boyfriend i mean it's like fuck off
3: i mean really if you think about the key to time season Mm. That was arguably more about the (sighs) one than it was about the doctor. I Mm -hmm. mean, she was a very strong companion to the point where Mm -hmm. I think Baker's doctor took a back seat. But you know what? She was brilliantly acted... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she, she was extremely consistently and well-written. Even in some mm-hmm. shit stories, her character was handled very well. And mm-hmm. it was to the point where I kind of, if I sit back and watch the Key to Time season, my first thought is, fuck, do a spinoff, do a Romana show. Because it was that <laughs> yeah, yeah. strong, it was that mm. good.
0: Well, Big Finish did. Oh, <laughs> yes.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and they and I know you guys aren't big Torchwood fans, but they did that same thing with Captain Jack too. Yeah, they did. And, mm-hmm. and he was almost too strong. So such a presence as an actor, he's John Barrowman is just owns a scene, mm. even when the script is crap. And they spun him off. And I like Torchwood. Those are good well, strong companions. Well, you know?
1: Yeah. Of. Yeah, you can have strong companions. The The problem with Clara is, as you said, she's been... Well, the problem with both of them, actually, this series, is that nobody seems to really know how to write them. Mm. Everybody's written them differently. No one seems to have a real handle on what either of them is. She's been, oh, little pathetic girly. She's been complete strident bitch. And he's pretty much been the same, actually. Yeah. And no one really seems to know what to do with them. I mean, fair enough, he's grumpy, he's spikier. That's good. I actually, I like what Capaldi's tried to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I will freely admit, maybe I set my hopes too high for this series because it was Capaldi, and I thought, great, we've got an actor of his stature. They're not going to dare pass the shit off to him that they did with Tennant and Smith, younger, more inexperienced actors when they took the roles who can't sort of stamp their authority and go, no, I'm not doing that, it's awful. The problem seems to be that he's such a fanboy. He's just so happy to be in it. He doesn't maybe. mind what he's doing. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it looks really
2: good on Babe.
0: (laughs) I'm really happy with him. I mean, despite all the shitty stories, he's still my favorite new doctor.
2: The only difference I would make is I'd put him in some red and black tartan trousers with a couple of chains on them. Yeah. I'd proper go a little bit punk with him.
0: I love that meme. I thought that was like the perfect outfit. for
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) You know, I thought Death and Heaven did have one redeeming scene where... Capaldi lost it at the end and started beating mm. on the console. Oh that, was,
0: oh, that was awesome. It was
3: brilliant. And there was no dialogue. There was just Capaldi being 100% believable.
2: Can I kind of throw in a nerdgasm at you here, Sen? Please. Did you get the impression that he wasn't hitting the console hard enough, but the TARDIS was reacting with the sparks and the uh-huh. it. Was making? There's no, there's no oh. way that, that, that
3: just simple human hands could... Your humanoid yeah, yeah. hands could do that it, kind of. It was the psychic reaction. Yeah,
0: I thought, I, I, I I felt thought there was. I know an
2: that's sad fanboy shit, but no, no, I love that. Not. It's not. <laughs> but we all got Hard it. That's good. Those last two episodes. I mean, <laughs> Forest of the Night. The fucking ending was was dire, but the next
0: just got worse. You guys, can I ask you guys why you did not have a problem with the ending of Flatline? Because to me, I was a hundred percent on board with that until the ending and then I was like why did he just fucking do that from the very beginning he just waved his wand and they're gone oh, no. why, why yeah. didn't he just say Clara wave the wand and they'll disappear I mean all that chasing for no fucking reason you know I was I watched that with my 13 uh, year old nephew and he said this is stupid right in the middle of it and I couldn't disagree <laughs>
1: yeah we watched it with my mum and my mum went was that supposed to not make any sense <sighs> I know <laughs> She's occasionally watched episodes over the years. She's not a fan, and she just went, "But that didn't make any sense at all." And it was just like, "Yeah, we well, you know." Um, my missus, <laughs> it's, it's all been like my that. My
2: missus Emily was uh, babysitting uh, a couple of teenagers. Uh, that you know, it's not babysitting, but looking after a couple of teenagers um, during "Death in Heaven," and apparently halfway through, they said, "That doesn't make any sense." Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. And that's when I mean, I mean, they they're young teenagers. They're thirteen and fourteen. You know.
0: I mean, are they writing it now for six-year-olds? Because does it, no, some, no, some of not the episodes really some of the episodes are are very adult, and some moments are adult. And when I say adult, you know, acceptable even for teenagers and stuff. But yeah, yeah. a lot of it. Is like not acceptable even for a teenage mind uh, or a, a young adult. I think maybe even smaller children might still have problems with it I mean, because of the logic is so out there. It's almost like watching a cartoon where the Roadrunner or yeah. a, the coyote blows up and in the next scene he's alive again. It's it yeah. just like, you know, because you know. Like- the master, is that like a spoof of the master always coming back, no matter
1: what the fuck happens to him? Oh, we'll just fucking kill him again, and he'll come back again. We well, see, I don't, think, I don't think she was killed, because that didn't look the same as everybody else. No. That looked was, like she just teleported away. Yeah. That's what I thought.
3: obvious. Oh, so, I meant, can I ask, Terry and Fuchsia, i got to ask you something, as as two strong women. Ladies, yeah, yes. Because yes. my wife, Solis, was her and i talked about making the master female Mm -hmm. at best it came across to me personally as being a cheap gimmick at Mm -hmm. worst it came across as being deeply offensive really because the the way and this is kind of what Solis and i talked about is that the only way to make a strong female character is to build her up as a man first
1: i mean mm. um Why not? no Why? I, didn't, I didn't get that um i didn't i mean what i found genuinely offensive about it was the fact it was just so badly done i want a classy master back yeah i'm still Why not when was doing his pantomime routine ainley still had a huge amount of class delgado yes, was all class oh, yeah. okay <laughs> eric roberts was awful but my god he knew how to dress classily yeah and he had pose he had and, pose yeah.
2: and style
1: and and the whole problem is that from John Sim onwards, yeah. the master has had yeah. no class at all. He's been the panther I mean, I, I hate Moriarty in the Sherlock series. Oh, but me too. I absolutely loathe him because he's like, I'm mad. Me, look at me, I'm mad. I can run around exactly. and wave my arms. Stupid thing. and do stupid voices. i high oh, bitch. bitch. That thing. means I'm mad. It's like, oh, yes. piss off.
0: Yes, and and when she says, I was really pissed when she said, look at me, I'm bananas, and I was like, oh, please don't be bananas. God damn it, because <laughs> I liked her in the in the first half. I thought she was great. I was totally comfortable with the master being a woman. I didn't care at all. Um, why? Why? Because why not bring awesome. back the
3: Ron- Why she, not bring she, back the Ronnie? Well, why course, would she yeah. change a character? Because she played gender. it so
0: she played it so well and plus I could accept it as long as she was spoofing being in love with the doctor. But they went back to that whole thing that the masters and that John Sims inside Gomez's body. <laughs> But, yeah, still but in love why? with the fucking doctor. I was just like, that is what was offending me. It was offending me that whole romance fanfic thing was still going on, and I, I preferred it as a joke. But when it became clear that it was a real emotion, I, I was just like, oh, come on.
3: But my question with the whole making the master female thing is, Why? Mm, could, the, have
1: the the could have brought the Ronnie back. The Ronnie
3: was. And here's the thing the Master didn't have a TARDIS. That's why he was stuck at the end of the universe. Mm. So, where did it come? But the Ronnie. The Ronnie has a TARDIS. And she's classy. And she's conniving. And she's an expert in, in chemistry and biology. Mm-hmm. And she could have pulled off this stunt. She would have been a more consistent, better character to use.
0: Mm. It makes. Yeah
2: no sense to me. No. We wouldn't have got all the gurning in the next episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because she went downhill in that second episode, but I, I still thought she was fantastic. It was just too much, too much of of that. If it had been toned down, it was I loved
2: it till the last episode. I was really intrigued by her. I quite yeah. liked what was coming up, even in Darkwater. I, you know, it's the master. I mean, it hit me like a fucking sack of shit. I was like, oh, really? Because I didn't yeah. fucking see that coming at all. I, really? I, it, it, and it's well, sick. obviously, obviously, I did. It's called sarcasm. Look it up. Oh. <laughs> No. obviously I did and like everybody did and we—it was, it was such a shit idea that mm. we went no it can't be it must be something good
0: but he did that last time he had a big reveal it was exactly the most obvious concept and nobody went for it because it was just too fucking boring and obvious and Moffat did that
1: again this time
2: except for Sorry. throwing a, a bracelet up in the air and saying no we could have probably done without the Doctor in the last two episodes <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's a big
2: problem. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they went from not developing Clara to developing Clara and not developing the doctor. So
2: you know, Forest of the Night. If you hadn't been there, well, it'd have been fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, where were all the people? And where the hell were the trees in the Cyberman episode? Oh, we're burning the atmosphere again. Where's the trees?
2: Yeah.
3: Right.
1: Why, not, why haven't the trees turned up to rescue everybody again? <sighs> Oh, it's just... I mean, I mean okay,
2: th- that linked back to the Christ- that Christmas episode, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Which was also shit, but...
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lion, the Witch, and the Oh Dear God, I can't believe they've ruined that one. <laughs> <sighs> like so, that. we
2: didn't like it much, did we?
1: This, we really didn't. I tell you what, I was, I was down at Neil Perryman's house watching it last night with a bunch of sarcastic drunkards and thank God I was because I don't think I could have watched it at home, just me and the prof. We needed the booze and we needed the, the sarcastic companionship to actually get through the damn thing. <laughs> you must have laughed so hard.
2: Don't forget to take um, a drink, so we
1: There was a certain amount of laughing, the bit where the brig turned up and if you notice, interestingly, they never refer to him by name. It's always just as her father. It's really weird. Everybody oh, was that, screaming I F to? off at the screen. Mm. <laughs> everybody was, was, was swearing, you know swearing at the telly. It was unbelievable. There was this oh. room full of people getting very upset. And and there was the, one line I really did like in it, which was the bit about um, Cloud Base, Captain Scarlet, because mm. we were actually watching it in the room with a guy who's just made a documentary all about Gerry Anderson films. <laughs> so everybody just turned and looked at him and he went, that's wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: what about... Uh, <laughs> that that wonderful portrait of, of the brigadier on the plane. I was just like, that was That's out of place. awful
2: as well. It was it was awful really Terrible.
0: Mm. Terrible. I, I was just like, are we idiots, please? Well, yeah, but... Okay, we're
1: idiots, but you know what I am. And seriously, would the brigadier really all he ever wanted from the doctor was for him to salute him? Bullshit.
2: No? Yeah. I didn't mind that too much. I kind of, you know, I got that as a metaphor.
1: I'm sorry. It was just. He's a civilian. Civilians don't salute the the military. That's not the
2: point. It was (laughs) a metaphor. That's fine. It's not just bad scripting and fucking dreadful use of repeated
1: tropes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Magic space pixies everywhere.
2: Okay, so I'm going to make a bold statement.
1: Uh, If
2: any of the people out there would care to join me, I'm not going to watch the new season anymore. I give up
1: i'm seriously looking that
0: way actually i'm on the edge of giving up because that last thing with the brigadier was just too well
2: one of you needs to not give up because when one of you (laughs) says that's a 20 i'll watch it again but at the moment it's offending me more and i'm getting less enjoyment less and less enjoyment out of it and i Mm. fucking went through the baker years the second baker years and stuck with it and it wasn't like this
0: No, I mean, that's the thing. I keep thinking back to the Baker years and going, come on, how hard can it be to stick to a decent plot and decent character development and keep it simple stupid you know so you
2: guys tell me when there's a good episode i should watch and i'll go back and watch a few episodes you you guys tell me when i should watch an episode and i'll go watch it otherwise i I would like to stick to reviewing nice old poetry's and john poetry episodes and hell at a push even peter davidson
1: yeah, I'm happy going just to reviewing old episodes. Is
2: fair
3: game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. classic series. Is fair game. It's funny because I had up I had up the Doctor Who episode guide on on Wikipedia, and I just when you made that comment, I scroll back to the Colin Baker era. And I'm looking at this, going, "Okay, that was crap. That was really good. That was entertainment. That was crap. That was really good. You know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm looking oh, yeah, at his insights. first season. Going, the two mm. Doctors was. Fucking awesome! Yeah. Attack of the Cybermen <laughs> was awesome. Mm-hmm. Revelation of the Daleks was okay. Yeah, it's okay. And and the thing is, we make fun of Time Lash nonstop, but Time Lash cannot hold a candle, in my
2: opinion, to kill the Moon. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And just because we've got higher production values now and the special effects are better. It's, it doesn't make it a better story. It does not make no. it a better. No. In fact, no, if anything, it just not not highlights enough. how bad the story is.
1: Yeah. That's one of the other Our problems remains. with the series. You can see where someone's gone, this'll look awesome. Yeah. This'll look really good. Case in point being the skeletons in the chairs in the Dark Water. Yes. Dark Water did nothing. It had nothing to do with the plot. It also didn't work, because if it's hiding inorganic material, you shouldn't have been able to see the bones either, because they're largely inorganic. And what the hell were they sitting yeah. on? It was just there because somebody went, wow, St. Paul's full of skeletons will look really yeah. cool. and
2: why did they need bones? Why did they need yeah. bones as an entire yeah. flesh? Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah. And why would you take out their personality, get their body, stick them in a Cyberman, and then put their personality I back it- in again?
2: <laughs> to turn it all off. Yeah. To turn off the entire personality. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It makes... Mm
2: no sense uh-uh.
0: none nothing makes sense in this
2: just in general really? for you isn't it though yeah. really you take a lot of drugs though let's face it <laughs> <laughs> but, I
1: but so. no that's that really has been another problem is the fact that yeah some of the things look brilliant but nobody's thought about how they fit into so, a coherent plot agreed
2: so just going back a bit is that it are, are, we, well, are we calling this new season i wanna are we calling I, it I, I want to ask a question before we call it. Is this the worst season collectively
3: ever of Doctor Who? No,
0: no. Nope.
3: Name it. Name it.
0: Last season for me was worse. That oh, really? still doesn't no. fucking
2: bode well, though, does it? No. Okay, hang
0: on.
3: Um, hang so on. So, hang on. So I, hang on. Last I, I season will...
2: was Belzer and John Journey to the Center of the Tardis. That was That Hide is
1: really good. <clears throat> I, I like Journey to the
0: Center
2: Really, Cold there's War only Rings good. of Arka, Arka, Arkanalton. <laughs> the
0: rings, episode. rings, r- the rings was shit.
2: Oh, nightmare and silver! Me. I didn't read that.
0: Oh, nightmare and, and, nightmare silver, and silver was crimson horror. That's oh, that element. was awful! I, I hated that one. I hated that oh, one. come so. on!
2: You got hide. I didn't mind Journey in the Center of the Tardis at all. You got hide, which is I like. Hide, I, I liked. Center, hide was a fucking proper decent fifty for me. yeah
1: Hyde was yeah. good, apart from the I show didn't
2: mind Stone. bells as much as the rest of you, uh, as rings as much as the rest of you. I think I gave it a ten. Not that
0: bad. <laughs>
1: Too not much compared
2: to this story. fucking pile of doolah.
0: <laughs> to me, the was... storytelling style of last year was just not a storytelling style. It was some kind of like abbreviation of a story. Every every episode was this sort of like cut, cut, cut. Cut editing you know it was like moulin rouge speed telling speed telling
2: <laughs> for me really last, last, last season stands out as the season of really poor action figures yeah right there you go <laughs> i i'm looking at right now in the episode guide of sylvester
3: mccoy's first season and it's it's hard to judge it because it was such an abridged season there were yes. so few episodes but that being said Dragonfire was mediocre mm. Delta and the Bannermen, okay, kind of crap. Time in the Rounding was crap. Yeah. Paradise Towers, I thought, was a fascinating okay. concept. It's okay, Paradise Towers. Yeah, with a lot of social commentary. And, yeah, three months ago, if you would have asked me what the worst season of Doctor Who was, I would have named that one as being overall the weakest because there was no single episode there that you go, well, that's really good. As it was just the next season, which is like one of the best. Oh like uh, except for the season after that, McCoy's last season. Oh sorry, yes I, of course, yes yeah, I remember yeah. last season. Apologies. But but his uh. second season also has remembrance in it, which is fuck.
1: Yeah, remembrance awesome. is good.
3: <laughs> yeah, but his last season I think is just one of the best years of sci-fi ever written. I <laughs> This is the worst.
0: Oh, God, this doesn't compare to some Colin Baker seasons. I'm sorry, no offense, Sen, but I still cannot watch Colin Baker's
3: stuff. I just want to kill myself. Colin Baker only did two full seasons.
0: The Trial of the Time Lord, I want to kill myself when I try to watch those. See, I I
3: think think I'm on those. I think in the Mysterious Planet the courtroom scenes were weak, but I think the actual story that took place <sighs> on the planet was
2: excellent. I think most of the <sighs> courtroom scenes are fairly weak to be honest. But yes. um, yeah. especially can't. sort of mid to late, but yeah, the, the stories on the whole I think are pretty cool. Especially the first one. And there's some great concepts when it comes to the matrix and things like that. Perhaps yeah. in
0: theory perhaps in theory they're good, but I they're unwired for
1: me. Unwossible. Okay, so come on.
2: The question is, are we calling it? Uh,
1: well, I'm really not bothered about nah. watching the Christmas one. I don't know whether I can keep watching it because I'm tired of sort of thinking, but he's done some really great stuff. Surely he can pull it out of the bag this time. And after two series of it just getting worse and worse and less and less coherent and more spectacle and less storytelling, I don't think I can be asked <laughs> anymore, to be honest. The cause of
0: suffering is having expectations. <laughs>
1: And I could certainly
0: keep watching, but I'm not going to be expecting much. That's I all. think
3: that's the boat I'm in. I, I don't yeah. think you could ever put me in the position where I wouldn't program new Doctor Who into the DVR. I went for too much of my life without there being Doctor Who. I don't think mm. that can we, ever happen. Mm. I think I will always put it into the DVR. But well, I'm not going to rush home from being out with the friends well, and saying, exactly. sorry, i got to go. New Doctor Who is on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll get around, And that's what too. we've already found this series is yeah. the fact that, are we going to watch it tonight? No, we'll watch no, it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I Um, agree. And
1: I said, if we hadn't have gone out and watched it last night with friends, I'm not sure I would have watched it, to be quite honest. I could have found other things to watch.
2: I don't think I'll be watching the the Christmas Day one on Christmas Day. Mm -mm. No. Because, to be honest, I want to have a nice Christmas Day. (laughs) And, you know, I don't want to risk being yeah. woefully disappointed with friends around who know it's my favorite show of all time to watch an utter good. piece of fucking shit yeah. that makes no sense that's got it's a big really, deus ex smashing a thing where santa claus mm-hmm. saves the day at the end yeah fuck yeah. off Or
1: you know, yeah. brings back danny because clara's christmas wishes to have danny back yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure
2: that'll happen
1: that's so sweet yeah
2: no, yeah it's sweet you know i'm, I'm being oh,
1: sarcastic it is
2: kind of sweet i just don't want to see oh, it i just don't care
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah right. Yeah. and that's it. You know, we've got to the point where we don't care. I mean, I have stopped watching Doctor Who before, so it's not really a problem for me but, to stop. Okay, the well, question I
2: is, are, are we going to be- review them as they come out? Then are we going to? Because look what no. we've done this fucking season. We just we just don't give a shit. Okay, I look, we
3: look, we have got
0: reviewing them as they've come out anyway. So yeah, but well, we that's because we've got lives talk?
3: And Prof, I don't really care if you edit this out or not because of this season. Dirty Hoers has stopped being fun for me. I hate oh. oh. I hate I have no desire to spend an hour and a half of my Sunday afternoon when I'm working 60-hour weeks talking about this horseshit. I already give up an hour of my Saturday night forcing myself through some of these.
2: Sam, what episode are we going to review next? You pick one, mate. What episode would you like us to review next? a fun one, a shit one, an intermediate one. What do you think we should review next? Let's get ourselves back on track. In fact, let's
1: all pick one.
2: Okay, so next time. Oh, God,
1: I'm going to have to get the episode going. No, 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 don't worry about Uh it
2: now. Yeah, yeah?
1: let's think about it.
2: When we do the next episode. Sen, what would you like us to review next?
3: Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I've got the wiki up Uh and we have stories 1 through 155. Okay. So I went to random.org and put in 1 through 155. Uh And it came up with somewhat eerily my lucky number which happens to be 14 and we don't have all of it. That's the crusade with Hartnell. Okay. But we do have all of what came before it. The Web Planet, also known okay. as the Zarbi.
1: But we've done the Web know, Planet. Have we yeah. have, have.
3: Oh, but we haven't done the one after it. We haven't done the Space Museum. Okay, no, oh, we haven't.
1: Okay, okay, Let's yeah. The
2: space Museum. Okay, we'll do Space okay. Museum. All right.
1: Yeah. Ooh, God, I haven't hey. watched that since I was no. Old.
2: No. years I old. I watched it a long pages. time. Ages. It's been at least ooh two years.
0: I know <laughs> what I want. <laughs> I know what I want to review.
2: Yeah, go on. We'll do yeah. that next after that one. Go on. What do you want to review?
0: Enemy of the world.
2: Oh, oh, oh that I means I've got to watch me. it.
0: Cannot die yeah. me. No,
2: that's brilliant. Uh, now it means I've got to watch it. All right, I want to do. Oh, yes, I want right. to do a part we've not done. I want to do something like Close of Axos or something like that, but not.
1: Oh, Claws. Not. Have we done Close of Axos? I
2: don't think so.
1: Because that's a great
2: one. Or one of the Peladons, maybe.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we gotta double I check
2: don't... to see what we've done. We've, we've got to... I'm no fucking. Hey, can anybody like put a list together of the ones that we've done? I, that would be <laughs> <shouldn't laughs> useful. I think
1: the prof's got yeah, one somewhere. Has oh, That would
2: be so useful. Yeah, it would Just be use useful. Paladin story. Oh, okay, I'll do. Well, let's do monster Peladon. Yay. That's six fucking solid episodes, then. Brian Hayes is finest. Oh, shit. Yeah? Yeah. I even know the code for that. Oh,
1: you sad act.
2: It's YYY. Why, why, why. I even know the code for that. That's funny. Oh,
1: you sad act. I can't, the I can't that remember the director's
2: out? name, but it's, is it Lenny something? Yeah. It's Lenny Maine. <laughs>
3: This no, the one
1: with Joe? If you've yeah. got, there's no hope for you. There <laughs> is no hope.
3: And, and I think that's the weaker of the two peloton episodes. So is let's go. That. It is, it is. No, this is the Sarah oh, one. No, but, the Sarah.
1: Oh, this is the Sarah one? Okay. It's the one with David Troutland, isn't it? Yeah. 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 All
3: right. Fuchsia? <laughs> Fuchsia pick up.
1: I'm having a very quick look at the um, at an episode wiki. Or something, actually, it's not a wiki, but I'm having a look at something.
2: Okay, so for well, Moff, she's um, having a look. Basically, what we just decided, folks, just to clarify, because, you know, let's make sure we clarify this. Moff, you having a look. We're not going to review episodes that come out anymore we're spent uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you guys think an episode is really good get in touch with us through the social media channels we're on Facebook we're on Twitter we're on Google Plus and let us know it's really good let us know it's really shit and we'll go and review it in isolation if there's one you'd really like us to review that's great
1: have we done Brain of Morbius? yes we keep yeah, saying we're going to do it have we done Down it?
2: Floor, we've done Brain of Morbius yeah
1: I love Brain and
2: You know you do. You said that one.
1: Oh, tell you what. There's one I haven't seen that's a Baker one that I'd actually quite I've like not to, seen a to Baker? Watch. There's quite a few, actually, because we kind of stalled with the Sunmakers. Um, Masks of Mandragora.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. Masks of Mandragora. Let's do it. The uh, premiere
3: of the cheap wood laminate council room. Good.
0: Favorite.
2: <laughs> nice concept in Masks of Mandragora, actually. And a lot of off-the-shelf BBC costume that was just lying around that they Yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's good Well, it's not good but hey Uh, Okay, ladies and gentlemen I think we'll draw this shit to a close It's probably been quite a long one probably about at least 45 minutes this one
1: Well, the previous one was about 45 minutes this one we're almost on 40 so
2: No, we've got we've got two lots so it'll it'll cut down it'll cut down
1: It'll cut down, yeah Be
2: ruthless Make us sound awesome We're so just meh
0: Oh, we, are. I know. we finally so got
2: en- We
3: got
0: enthusi-
3: at the end. Yeah, we, we got all enthusiastic at the end talking about which classic series ones we're going to do. I
1: know, wasn't that I <laughs> But you know what was interesting, and this just kind of underlines it for us because when we were at Dimensions a couple of weeks ago, nobody was talking about the 12th Doctor. Everybody was talking about the five ish Doctors and how much everybody'd enjoyed that and the 50th anniversary special. Yeah. And nobody was talking about this season. And there were a lot of people who've been going there for years, weren't there. And you just sort of looked at it and you thought, yeah, no, it really has just turned an awful lot of people off. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now I'm depressed again. But God damn it.
2: But Space I've Museum. still got faith because Capaldi is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I That's like his good. doctor. I do like his doctor. I like him a bit spiky.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. him. I agree. I love him. I hope that uh, now that the Clara bullshit's out of the way. Oh, it's not, Not though. She's
1: coming back for the Christmas special. Stop.
0: (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. Where's
1: my razor blade? God damn it. (laughs) Go and watch watch some nice original series tat.
3: We might watch the Space Museum with dinner tonight. I might do that.
0: You know, I've only watched like the first story part of that, so.
2: Oh, you're up for yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I still have to finish it, so I might as well just start over.
2: Oh well, listen, Terry, the message is away for like a few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. not this week, but next week. It's going to be a few weeks before we get together because we got Christmas coming and all sorts of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So why don't we sit down and watch it together?
0: I would love to. We haven't
2: done that for ages.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. It's always
2: really fiddly trying to sync them, isn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> we... it'll, be
0: oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll be alright.
2: <clears throat> okay, that's great. Okay. <laughs> do that for my desk. Remember, folks, we're on all the social media shit. We do all of that. So go say hi. Um, hello to X. Um, who couldn't, unfortunately, join us this evening. I, I don't know why he couldn't join us. He was going to join us, but he couldn't. But we'll get him in for a had to go
1: do real-life things that real-life people he with real-life His did. missus
2: was coming into an airport or something. Called. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know.
1: It's called love and the
0: sex life. And
2: right. He must be really... Oh, They've only really not been married long, though, have they?
0: Mm. Oh, come mm. on. What? Just saying. It's, it's
1: still wonderful.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's great. Young lust.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, folks, we're out of here. Uh, We have been the Dirty Hoers Doctor Who podcast. If um, you need to get in touch with us, fuck off.
0: (laughs) You've been listening
1: to...
2: The Dirty Hoers Doctor Who podcast.
3: Follow us on iTunes or at DirtyHoers.com.
1: Find us on Twitter at DirtyHoers.
2: See you next time.
1: Yes, if you, if you have mm-hmm. been disturbed by any of the themes in this program, like callously telling people not to take their antipsychotic medication. <laughs>
2: if you want to be really disturbed, we do this without pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. <sighs> Second night, see.
1: <laughs> Good, Good night, Grace. Gracie. Fucking hell!
2: actually, I thought we did quite well not to kill ourselves. <laughs> well, that was all That's right. Better. Could have been a lot worse. We all got through it. We all got out of it alive.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.